We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. And it's driving jam time! And the Billikens win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Now, Sports Open Line on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Well, that's not what we were looking for to happen this afternoon. Uh, good evening. I'm Chris Ranji. This is Sports Open Line. In for Kevin Wheeler, and there's Amy Marks-Cores. She oh, is hey. in with me. Oh, hello, Amy. How are you? Well, thanks for inviting me back. This is a real pleasure. Well, this is your station. I'm just here. Like, I mean, you belong here. I do I'm... belong here, but I don't belong here now. No, maybe not. Yeah. Well, maybe you do. Maybe you belong here all 12 hours of the, of the daytime. Um, but thanks for hanging out with me for the next couple of hours. We're with you until 8 o'clock. And I'd imagine that the people who are listening to this show are probably going to have thoughts. <laughs> if you want to call us, here's the phone number, 314-436-7900. That's also the number to text. 314-436-7900. You can also call 800-925-1120. The reason you're probably going to want to tell us what you think is the negotiations between Major League Baseball and the Players Association, and, and this has happened two weeks in a row, about a week apart, where they negotiated deep into the night into the early morning hours of the next day. In fact, they stopped negotiating early this morning, about 2 o'clock our time. Then they broke talks off. They came back. They resumed in the morning. And then they finished things up this afternoon. And what we find out not too long ago, in fact, about an hour ago, is that they could not come to an agreement on what was called a deadline day, a day in which they had to reach an agreement or there would be further cancellations Well, that's exactly what happened. The regular baseball season cannot start until April 14th. So games have now been canceled for the first four series of the season at least. Now, if they don't reach an agreement soon, this can get even worse. And we can miss an entire month. We can miss two months. Who really knows how this is going to go? But for all of the hopeful feelings that people may have had last night, again, we were fooled. Because this this happened exactly like this last week, where deep into the night on Monday into Tuesday, we thought, okay, maybe the sides are getting close to figuring something out, and they could not figure anything out. Well, what happened now is the first four series of the regular season 
have been scrapped at minimum could get worse. So what does that mean for the St. Louis Cardinals? It means the earliest they can begin their season would be in Milwaukee on April 14th. That is if they do eventually come to an agreement here quickly. The first home game for the Cardinals would not be until April 25th. That is the best MLB can do. And so, that, I mean, that really stinks right off the bat. And I think a lot of people, Amy, were maybe preparing themselves for this, preparing themselves for the idea or the reality that we might miss a month of the season or a couple of months or, God forbid, mm-hmm. the entire season if things don't go well. And and, and I hope and I don't think it's going to get to that point. But when you actually see the games officially wiped off the schedule yeah. and now you know the earliest it can begin, it's kind of jarring. Even though we were all kind of prepared for this, it's still jarring to see it. Yeah, it's been an emotional roller coaster because last week I bought the hype and I really thought in that last original super late meeting between the owners and the players that something would be done, that a deal would be done. Well, it didn't get done. So you think we're going to miss some games. And then suddenly there's a new deadline. Yeah. And you realize deadlines aren't real. They don't exist. Deadlines aren't real. And you get some hope because you think, aha, they're having another late night meeting. I think there's some hope. And I did actually have hope this time that because deadlines aren't real, there would be games and that maybe no games would be canceled. But yeah, I think this is jarring and it's a disappointment. This is for me, and I want to get into this in the next segment. We're going to talk a lot about this in particular in the first hour. I mean, Amy and I had a lot of stuff planned that we were going to talk about tonight, and a lot of it not necessarily sports-related, not necessarily baseball-related, but this news today uh, takes precedent, at least for the first hour of the show. We're going to talk a lot about what has happened here, and what has happened, again, if you're just joining us, is uh, the season cannot start before April 14th. Players, owners could not come to an agreement today in New York as negotiations continued. So if you have thoughts on it, let us know what they are. 314-436-7900 to call or to text. Okay, so my quick question is, if we had hope and they're going into these late meetings, do either the players or the owners also have hope that something was actually going to get done? Or do they feel like even now it's an exercise of futility? Well, my feeling is, and this, if you looked at what happened, if you were following along last week, and I know we talked about this last night a little bit too, but if you were following along last Monday, late night, if you're one of those people that was on Twitter until 2.30 in the morning like I was, a lot of what you were getting in terms of reports was they're getting close, they're working on it, maybe something's going to happen here. But then there were some other reports, and I'd say maybe 5 to 10% of what was coming out of Jupiter, Florida was, now hang on a second, there might be progress, but they're still very far apart here. So while you might have been feeling a lot of optimism about what was going on, maybe that optimism was uh, was disproportionately, uh, I think, reported. Mm-hmm. Because there was still a lot of reservations on the part of the players about about what was going on. And the same thing was happening last night into today, I believe. Um, there still were some pretty big gaps. Though what we were hearing is, oh, there's a lot of progress made. And there was some progress made in some areas. And we'll talk when we come back about what some of the bigger issues are and what appears to be right now 
the single biggest issue between the players and the owners and why we're at this uh, sticking point right now. Amy Marks, Coors, Chris Ranji are with you on Sports Open Line. You can tweet at us, too, if you want to. You're at Amy Marks Coors, right? I am at Amy Marks Coors, M-A-R-X. K-O-R-S. I'm at Chris Ranji, R-O-N-G-E-Y. <laughs> I have to tell people that because they think it's spelled with a J and an I. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that's been happening my whole life. Um, so, yeah, so you can tweet at us. You can call us, 314-436-7900, or text us at that very same number. Again, first two weeks of the baseball season have been canceled. Maybe more to come if they can't get an agreement done. Amy and Chris with you in for Kevin Wheeler tonight on Sports Open Line on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. One four four three six seventy nine hundred is the phone number here at KMOX to call and to text. And we've already gotten quite a few people who have uh, some feelings on on what is going on with MLB. We'll get to some of your text messages as the show goes on. Amy Marks, Kors, and Chris Ranji in for Kevin Wheeler. Again, the news, the first four series of the regular season have been canceled by Major League Baseball because they could not reach an agreement today on a new CBA in New York. So, Amy, the big sticking point and, and what has been one of the major issues for the players this entire time has been the luxury tax, what, mm-hmm. what is now called the competitive balance tax, because I I think for the owner's perspective, it sounds nicer. Mm-hmm. Um, so the luxury tax CBT threshold, there was a, a decent amount of movement on the owner's side this time around. So they're a little bit closer on that, though. I don't know if the players feel like they're close enough. That does not appear to be today what the major sticking point is. Today... The international draft, which is not a thing yet, mm-hmm. and and for people who don't know, you can sign players from other countries like Japan, Dominican Republic, Venezuela. Teams can sign them. 
Um, they don't have to come through the draft. Only players from Puerto Rico, Canada, and the United States mm-hmm. are in an amateur draft, and then teams get to select in that order. Everybody else are signed basically as free agents. Well, now the owners want to have a draft, which would probably minimize, in fact, not probably, it would minimize what a lot of these players coming out of different countries would be able to get right away. They want it. The union does not want it. The Major League Baseball owners today proposed three different options, which are actually kind of confusing, and so I'm not going to go over all of them, but the three options uh, presented to the players had to do with the international draft and the compensation picks. Now, what that means is there are certain players that when they go to, or they're coming up on free agency, teams have the option to offer them a qualifying offer. If the player turns it down, they can go to free agency, but the team then, and the qualifying offer is the same amount, and and I believe last season it was somewhere around $17 million. They can then go to free agency, but the team gets compensation picks in return, and the team that takes them is penalized for taking them. Well, the players don't want that, and they've been trying to get rid of that for a very long time because it disincentivizes mm-hmm. teams to sign free agents from other teams because they don't want to give up draft picks. That's the problem, one of the problems. And real quickly yeah. about that, when you say they're penalized, is That's that just— That's the penalty, is, it is, is that you get those draft picks— or, yeah. or, or, teams don't want to do it because they don't want to give up the picks in order to sign a player. Right. Okay. So so it it disincentivizes teams sure. from from signing somebody via free agency. Certain guys who were offered the qualifying offer. Um but what the owners also want is this international draft. Makes it easier to get these players. The players then aren't as expensive uh coming into the league. It's a major sticking point for the union. They don't want it. And they want to get rid of the qualifying offer. That appears to be the biggest issue today. So going back to the drafts for signing a free agent where a team is almost penalized for signing a free agent. Signing free agents is I mean, something we've talked about in sports yeah. for years and years and years. So is the incentive for the owners to have this to take away some of the leverage that yes. free agents have? Like, that's so, really the only reason, correct? Yes. So what happened today was the owners said that the players and uh, that the two sides when they were in Jupiter last week agreed to this. The owners say that the Players Association say, yeah, um, in exchange for giving up the qualifying offer, you can have an international draft. Mm -hmm. Owners say that's what happened. The players say we never agreed to an international draft. So somebody's lying here between the two sides. Somebody is, is not being honest or somebody's misremembering. Whatever it is, they are not in agreement on this, and it doesn't look like they are close. And both sides putting out statements today pretty much accusing the other side, like official statements. Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, he put out a statement accusing the players of fouling this up, and the players did the same thing with the owners. So this is really as close as it appeared to be last night. It's not even, it's not even in that ballpark right now. I know a lockout, completely different to a stri- than a strike. We had this conversation last night now this is so different from what happened in the 90s as far as the level of animosity between the two parties how does this rank compared to the strike in the 90s that's really tough to say but it does not sound 
and 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 I'm talking from the perspective of somebody who's you know several hundred miles away. It doesn't seem like it's like they're in a great position right now. Um, there is some animosity. I don't know if it's as bad as it was in the 90s, but this is probably as bad as it's been mm. since the 90s. Sure. And there's been some animosity along the way. I just think that now we're getting to a point, and a lot of the animosity probably comes from the fact that this time around, the players are basically saying, all right, we're not rolling over this time. We're not doing it. They've been rolling over. We're not going to do it this time. And ownership, I'm sure, doesn't like it. The weirdness of COVID and bubbles and protocols and revenue lost or changed or moved around. Yeah. The weirdness of the past two years, how much do you think that plays into both parties' refusal to be to be tractable? Well, I think players are are pretty upset going back to the way 2020 went because there was a lot of animosity just in getting the season started. Because if you remember at the time, the players wanted to play as many games as possible because they knew they were only going to get paid for the games they played. So they were looking to, to get the season going. Owners stalled and stalled and stalled. And they only wanted to play 60 because they didn't want to give full salaries, full game checks for each day. They didn't want to do that. So all you had to go back and do was look at the way things went in 2020. And you realize that this right now was going to be a problem mm. because there was the, the players were not happy with that. And I get it. It does look like MLB made some concessions today moving toward the players in this, but uh, the players simply are, are just not happy and they don't want this draft. And and quite honestly, I don't blame them. I, I think you can make the argument that the that drafts in general are very anti-free market. I mean, they are. I mean, a, a, a team draft, a baseball draft, football draft, it's all very anti-free market. In sports, I think they do kind of work. So I'm on the fence on this. Mm-hmm. So it does make it easier if everybody is in one big draft, if there are, there's an international draft and then there's a, you know, a North American draft or whatever it is, and they can go from there. I think it does make it easier for teams and there is some excitement when it comes to a draft, but I get it from a player's perspective when they say, well, that's just minimizing how much money we can make making it into the big leagues. So I get that part. Do you think it makes the game better or worse from a fan's perspective? Well, if the players aren't happy, it's you know it's certainly not good. Yeah. Um, I think that makes the product worse if the players don't like the situation. I do think players are, they'll probably cave on the international draft eventually. David Ortiz earlier today had really spoken out against it. And talked about how some of the countries like the Dominican Republic, the infrastructure, the baseball infrastructure, is not anywhere near ready to get all the players into a, a, a place where they can all be drafted cleanly and have that done well. Like, they're not anywhere near that. And he said it would probably take a few years. Yeah. And one of the options MLB proposed was that they could do the draft and see how things go for the first couple of seasons and then maybe get out of the CBA uh, a couple of years in. Which, I mean, there were a lot of really complicated options, and um, there was one baseball insider that said these options MLB presented today are more complicated than the tax code. 
So, <laughs> I and, and again, I'm not an expert in this. I don't know if these are good options, sure. but I would I would guess if they are as convoluted as we're hearing, that it's not as simple as, okay, players, you're, you're getting this these offers, just take one and let's play baseball. I just don't think it's that simple. Yeah, no, and I can see it being complicated because I remember with the NHL, with COVID and then players being sick and being yeah. placed on the injury list, and you had general managers saying, I don't know how this works. Right. Well, they didn't know what they could do with their players, so... Yeah, this is going to be a fight. I think that if they've already canceled these four series, uh, first two weeks of the season, and again, uh, April 14th is the soonest there can be a season. For the Cardinals, and I mentioned this, it's it's um, April 25th. Let me get the schedule up again just to, to give you an idea where we are. So the soonest the Cardinals could start the season, if both sides get to something quickly here um, after today, would be the 14th of the month in Milwaukee. They would play a four-game series there. Then they would play three in Miami. Then they would play three in Cincinnati, which means the first time they could play at home this year would be the 25th of the month against the Mets. April. Or April, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So April 25th would be the first home game. Um, Three-game series against the Mets, then a three-game series against the Diamondbacks. Actually, it's a four-game series against the Diamondbacks. So this was not a good day. Hopefully you didn't have your hopes up last night. And I I did a little bit. I've always been kind of looking at this cautiously optimistic, but I I mean, knowing where we are, knowing how far apart they were, I'm not totally surprised today happened. So hopefully a resolution does come. 314-436-7900. Amy Marks, Coors, Chris Ranji are with you tonight on Sports Open Line in for wheels on KMOX. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. And it's a gunner. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Amy Marks, Coors, and Chris Ranji on uh, Sports Open Line tonight. We were looking for a, a little bit more of a lighthearted show tonight, I think, or at least partly. Uh, we don't get one because yeah. uh, the first couple of weeks of the baseball season have been canceled now, and April 14th is as soon as it can start if they can come to an agreement quickly, but they could not reach one today in New York. So not a great day for baseball. So I have a question. Okay. We, you've talked about some of the sticking points in these negotiations, but I haven't heard anything about disincentivizing teams from tanking. Like, I look at the Pittsburgh Pirates, and it feels like they've been committing crimes for the past however long. And Baltimore. Long. And, and Baltimore, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not fielding good teams. And I, and I would think that that would be an issue that the players' union would want to bring up. But there's no, there, there's nothing in there to talk about the floor, is there? No. Um, the The best efforts... To what we're seeing so far is them to at least raise the pay for the younger players, but not necessarily to force teams to spend more money. That's the problem with having a de facto luxury cap or a salary cap, which is what they have. This competitive balance tax, and I know this has been gone over, and anybody who's really closely paid attention to baseball in the last several years knows 
the CBT is a it's a salary cap. It wasn't supposed to be treated as one, but that's how teams are looking at it because they say, "Oh, we're just we're not going to spend over that." And the teams that do, there are like four of them, maybe. How is it different than a salary cap? Because it's not a hard number. It's not a you, you can spend over it. A salary cap, you can't spend over. Sure, it. sure. Um, but in this situation, you can spend over it. You just get penalized for how much you spend over uh, the salary cap. So there's this cap, a de facto cap, but there's no floor. There's nothing that prevents the Orioles from spending $42 million. There's nothing that prevents Cleveland from having a $50 million payroll, even though these teams are getting revenue-sharing money. That blows my mind, though. That can't be a good situation for a a player. Well, uh, the, the very beginning of all of this, the players wanted to fix the CBT, and they wanted teams at the you know that are at the bottom here. So teams like Tampa and Miami and Pittsburgh and Cleveland, all these teams that are at the bottom of payrolls, to be more competitive and to not, for extended periods of time, try to be bad on purpose. It's one thing to go for a, from a little bit of a rebuilding situation and get better, but not if you're doing it for five, six, seven, ten years, which is kind of what like Pittsburgh is doing right. here. And what a depressing place it, it would sucks. be. Not just, not just for a player, but for a fan base, for yes. a broadcast team. I mean, if you know that they're not putting any effort to putting a winning team on the field. Right. Meh. Right. And, and that's a major, major problem. And it's a major problem from a perspective of watching it. It's not fun when you see teams like 10 to 14 teams or whatever going to be bad and not doing a whole lot to get better. Just from a, I mean, you're a casual baseball mm-hmm. fan. You just like anybody else in St. Louis. You like baseball. You like going to baseball games. You don't consider yourself a diehard fan of the sport. So, you're, I mean, you're going to go to, you, you like it. It's a summer activity. It's its one of the best things, if not the best thing to do in St. Louis in the summer. It's part of who I am. Cardinal baseball is part yes. of my identity. You listen to KMOX and Cardinal baseball and KMOX while you're barbecuing and hanging out with your dad. You go to games with your friends. I don't know all the intricacies of the CBA. Right. And that's, and then I, I wouldn't expect you to. And even some diehards don't want to know. Like, what a lot of people want is just get it done. They don't care. They don't care how the sausage is made here. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame people for not caring. And I've said this a number of times. I don't blame you for just feeling like, hey, I want baseball. I, I don't really care about the struggles of these people who are doing pretty well in life. But I think if you want to have a better understanding of what is going on, then it, it's it's a better place to be. Like, I, I think it's probably good mm-hmm. to learn a little bit more about this, especially if you're a diehard fan. If you're a casual fan, don't. I don't care. It doesn't really matter, right? I mean, it's not it's not such an important part of your life that if it's not there for you anymore, you're just going to be distraught. It, it, it's a it's an activity for you. It's a thing that you like to do and you like to watch sometimes or have it on in the background or whatever, but it's not a life-changing thing for you. And so I don't blame people for for not. I just would ask them to, if they want to take a little time, maybe learn about what's actually going on here. Yeah. No, I think I think that's a fair point. And I also, this isn't exactly what you were saying, but because, you know, we're talking in the morning about 
some of the news headlines and what's going on, there were some people who call in or text in and they're angry because they see what's happening in Ukraine and they think, oh, the players need to get their act together. The owners just need to work something out. And while I understand their point, I, I do reject that as a false dichotomy. I agree with you. Adam Wainwright can't do anything. Uh, about what's happening in Ukraine. I mean, you can raise right. money and all of that, but you can't stop living your life over here. And because the players are negotiating with the owners does not mean that the players are saying that their situation is somehow just as fraught with peril or more important than Ukraine. They're not saying that at all, but everybody, you have to go to your go to your job in the morning. Right. I show up to work in the morning. That's what the players are doing. There is there is no comparison between one thing has nothing to do with the other. Exactly. If, there, if you it's a are false dichotomy. If you're in your regular job and currently you're going through a contract negotiation, are you supposed to whatever your job is, and it could be the most non-important job in the world, but you still have a contract for it, are you supposed to say, well, I mean, look what's going on in Ukraine. I just better take what they offer me and be happy with that. No one's going to do that. Yeah. It's it, and it, we're, it doesn't matter what amount of money we're talking about. You have to do what is best for your profession. And what we're talking about is a highly skilled, very rare profession for people to play in, yes. to be in. Baseball players are extremely rare at the major league level. And there to- are 1,200 in the whole world, <laughs> yes. 1,200 major league baseball players, and there are 8 billion people on the planet. And to that point, we also we had a caller who was upset that, you know, hey, no one feels sorry for the players. They're making all of this money. I understand that they're making a lot of money, but just as you said, they have a skill that very, very few of us have. And not only that, not only is their skill very rare, but it generates a ton of money. People pay money to see them. So you, they are hard to replace. I don't want Steve Moore, my boss, to be listening. I'm probably easy to replace, relatively speaking. No, you're not, a Amy. A lot of us are replaceable. This station needs you. <laughs> but you, you look at a player like Aaron Judge or Mike yeah. Trout They're not easily replaceable. You can't replace those guys. So not only do they have a very rare skill that makes them impossible to replace, but they have interest. Iliad Kipchoge, fastest marathoner in the world. He has a skill that's difficult to replace, but not a lot of people are watching him. Some are. He makes a fine living. He's not signing contracts like Aaron Judge is. Because how much money is he generating? How many people know who he is? That's exactly You just mentioned right. that name, and I said, I don't know if that's even a real person. You may have totally... You can make up any name right now. This is the best marathon runner in the history, history of, of the running. World. yeah. And I'm like, oh, you could have said it was Sid and, Smith. Right. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I've heard about Sid. He's great. And don't get me wrong. He makes a good living. He has Sid Nike. Smith? No. <laughs> Iliad Kipchoge. Oh. He has a Nike contract, but he is not making Major League Baseball money because not only do they have a rare skill, but man, do people pay to see him. This text message to 314-436-7900 says, Today, there is crying in baseball. Oh, yeah, I guess some people are Amy Marks Coors, Chris Ranji with you on Sports Open Line. And I'm sure here this station, not happy. We, we are not happy here because this is the home of Cardinals baseball and we're not getting it for at least the first two weeks of the season. We're in for Wheeler tonight on KMOX. This is not funny, Amy. No. Amy's over there laughing about the lockout. Uh, no. She was. Take she was. Back. You were laughing 
that the lockout was going on. That is not true. That's horrible. We were laughing about firing Ranji. Yeah, I'm like, you can't fire me. I don't even really work here. (laughs) That's what makes it so difficult. (laughs) Yes, it does. Uh, Amy Marks Core's Chris Ranji in for wheels, who's got personal stuff that he is dealing with this week and uh, hoping to have him back soon. Um, so today, Major League Baseball said we can't. We there's just no way we can start in time to have baseball on. It was originally going to be April seventh, April sixth, April seventh, or was it seventh and eighth? What does it matter? They said they can't do that. So now games at the very earliest will start on April 14th, which means the Cardinals could not start their home season until April 25th. That is if the two sides can reach some kind of agreement. Seems like they're very far apart. Um, The international player draft is a huge sticking point. And one of the more compelling, and I don't know if compelling is the right word, but probably the uh, biggest thing that happened today or the biggest bit of news for me anyway is that the owners say the players agreed to this trade-off international player draft to get rid of the qualifying offer back in Jupiter and the players are like no we didn't we never agreed to that we've been saying it's a non-starter from the beginning because the Latin players do not want this at least they don't want it for right now because they don't feel like a lot of their countries mm-hmm are going to be able to make this work smoothly just yet. So we'll see if there's some sort of uh, agreement or compromise that does happen, but the bottom line is we're not going to have baseball. There's a text message here to 314-436-7900, and it says MLB needs to rid themselves, and this is from a 573, which I believe is it's like uh, it's Missouri, right? Like Columbia, 573? Something like that. I don't know. I don't either. MLB needs to rid themselves of Rob Manfred. He has been dishonest, and I feel like he is a big reason the negotiations have gone nowhere. Here's the thing about Manfred. You are not ever, from now until the end of time, never going to like the commissioner, whoever the commissioner of baseball is. Manfred works for owners. He is doing what the group of owners wants him to do. And maybe not every owner agrees with various aspects of the CBA, the offers, whatever. But collectively, he's doing what they want him to do. Mm -hmm. So whoever the next person is, they're going to do the exact same thing that he would be doing right now. They they might be doing it more artfully and tactfully, but ultimately it's going to be the same stuff. Okay, rank in order of most hated to least hated. Manfred, oh. Roger Goodell, Gary Bettman. Uh, I would say Bettman is the. Oh, oh. He's. Eh. I know. Uh, but it's a for hockey fans, people, uh, yes, it's a smaller but it's group. It's an intense group of people. I would say more people hate Manfred than hate Goodell, but it's not far off. And Bettman is probably third place just because the audience is, is smaller. But the intensity is pretty strong for Bettman. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's very intense. Okay. I don't know. I, I think it's I, it's probably... Was Bud Selig hated or loved? Man, the people didn't like him either. Have but there, but they dislike ever... Manfred a whole lot more. More, yeah. I was going to say, I don't know if there's ever been a commissioner that people just love. I, I mean, I, I mean, don't know I don't, maybe I, there has been. Yeah, I mean, I was... Uh, I, I can't think of anybody. I mean, from my, my lifetime, I was really young when... Um, 
why am I blanking on his name now? Guy in the 90s. Yeah. People didn't like him either. But it's just, it, it's, and, and I now, being an adult, I pay more attention to who the commissioners are, what they do, and, and what their job is. But the reality is you're just never going to like the commissioner. If you don't like how owners operate mm-hmm. and you understand how they operate collectively, you're not going to like the, the, the next person, whoever it is. I think I confused a lot of people one morning because I was jumping back and forth between sports and politics, and I was talking about Rob Manfred multiple times, but I used the name Paul Manafort. Good Lord. <laughs> I know. And I kept saying Paul Manafort, but I, I meant Rob Manfred. Fred? Word? You got it. Yeah. Close enough. That's Amy Marks course. That's the kind of stuff that you get with Amy. This is the quality content that people demand. <laughs> we are so in demand. All of us. Amy, Chris, with you tonight. Hour two coming up of Sports Open Line on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.